for life. Or somebody who didn't even realize that he won. Oh, look, we're live. Oh, shit. Oh, wow, are we? Because my logo still says off-air. No, we're live. We're oh, live okay. and running. Oh, there we go. Look at that. Look at that. Internet. So, hey, everybody. Welcome to another week of the Club Kayfabe podcast. As always, my button is late showing me that we are live, but I'm Pat McDermott. Here today, we have Dan Peck. Hey, McFly, you bojo. Those words don't work on water unless you've got power. <laughs> I'm going to guess that Talking Talkies is talking about a movie about going back to the future. Hey. And it's more than just a lucky guess. That's Chris O'Mealy. Yes. Yes. If you guys, you guys can't tell, Dan's quotes are always a reference to Talking Talkies. That's our Thursday movie podcast with myself and Dan Peck. And don't forget to listen to The Pie Crust every Tuesday night with Dan Peck and Mike Irizarry, where they talk about nerd stuff. But uh, this is Club Kayfabe, the Club Kayfabe podcast. And we got a very special guest making his first appearance on the show. Uh, one of our regular listeners, my buddy from Orlando, this is Ellis G. Homeless, joining us. We've come for your daughter, Chuck. Is he, are you live from the Tin Cannon string? I am, actually. That's awesome. We're broadcasting from a cardboard box. Welcome, welcome. Have you, you have, are you saving another cardboard box nearby? Actually, I was planning on stacking this one on top of that one. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like The Office where they had, like, Mecha Desk. <laughs> uh, you gonna put, like, can you save me one of those boxes from my log cabin's gone? Uh, God, he's stealing my fucking gimmick. Dick. God. Save him a log to... cabin syrup no. box. No, you have, you've at least got your box. He's just going to be in a car with d- smelly dogs. So a box is better than being in a car? If I don't have to be well, near him, it is. Look at the person in context. No, he'll have a box. He'll just have a one by it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, well, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves on segments here. Let's... Uh, a box one. We got, we got to talk about the wrestling that happened this week. The wrestling this week. Oh, is this yeah. a wrestling podcast? I was confused I, there I don't know. I never, really, I never really would have known that. Um, we're going to kick off everything with my uh, top 10 things of the week. And then we got some uh, topics to discuss from Pat, from Dan. Ellis might have a couple of things he wants to discuss. And then, of course, we're going to get to you guys. Uh, we're going to start off with number 10. Number 10. So um, in an effort to build up Triple H versus Sting at WrestleMania Playsign, Triple H comes out and tells everybody who's got the power and does so by bringing in Booker T into the ring. He cut, they cut this awesome promo about Sting's history and Booker gives a little bit more about WCW. Triple H berates him and then fires him. But LOL, just kidding. You're not really fired. Book, book, hold up. Hold up. I wouldn't really fire you. You're great at your job. You're great. What if I, that's silly. (laughs) I love how he starts the pro office saying, all these nerds don't know what it's like here. You get it all wrong all the time, and then he proceeds to do all the things that we blamed him for doing over the years. Would you yep. say he had white power? What was it Booker kept saying? He was like, I'm just I'm just saying the facts. Or like, he was like, I'm just making a point. 
And he kept yeah. like, he was like, yeah, in my book, dog. <laughs> in the book of, book of book. In the book of tea. <laughs> Is that going to be the name of his autobiography? <laughs> in the book of tea. Oh, my God. Yes. Well, I actually really like this segment because it played up the strengths of feud building while making Triple H exactly what he needs to be for this type of feud, an insufferable prick. You know, and I I didn't see him just firing Booker out of nowhere happening. I, I mean, I thought the fact that Booker was, like, bowing up to him a bit, they, they might do that. But then he was just like, you're fired. I thought they were going to actually go through with that for a few weeks. Considering he just got hired, like, a month ago to do Raw. <laughs> Yeah, right. But uh, I, I like the segment. Um, of course, uh, Pat, if you wouldn't mind telling us how the segment went from your point of view. Oh, uh, so basically, Booker T was like, you know, Dad, WCW, Dad. Sting was the, <laughs> Sting was the guy who the NWO couldn't be a nobody could be Sting. And then Triple H like, yeah, but I'd beat all those other guys. I'd beat Goldberg, Kevin Nash. Not sting yet, but soon. And you. <laughs> He's like, I beat you a lot. I beat all of WCW. In and one swift pedigree. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, you're fired. <laughs> oh, you're not fired. <laughs> I'm a fun boss. <laughs> no, just, uh, I just want to show control. Oh, that was the thing, too, right? His whole point was like, I just want to show who's in control here. Yeah, that's actually Which, again, why the beginning of the thing was like, hey, you guys don't know how it is. Nothing. It's not anything like you guys say. I can't just fire someone just because, oh, by the way, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I can do that. Uh, the other thing that I think is great about this feud is how they're playing it up like Sting disappeared for 14 years. And I wonder if he kind of wishes he did after his abysmal TNA run at the end. Like, his TNA run was really good at first, but it just got so shitty by the end. Oh, that was the thing I wanted to mention about this. Where is that? Oh, so Booker's talking about him, about Sting. He's like, man, he just disappeared off the face of the planet for 14 years. I'm like, you guys were in the main event lobby together. <laughs> I don't recall that. Oh, that was Steve Borden. <laughs> and you, like, had the, the – you made, you made a new championship. <laughs> So that was Italian mob boss sting. Then came Joker sting. No, <laughs> and then came no, I TNA agree, timetable. And then came I agree, I agree. Yes. <laughs> hey, it took him three years after The Crow came out to become The Crow, so it took him three years after <laughs> freaking Dark Knight came <laughs> it out. Took, yeah, it took, him a week, <laughs> it took him a weekend three years after... <laughs> After the Dark Knight came out, to finally watch it and go, hey, this is a great idea. Those pop culture references are still faster than anything Vince picks up on. Yeah, he's only three years behind. Yeah, he's, that's not so bad, actually. I can't wait till six years from now when he goes, you know what would be a great idea? A wrestling pirate. <laughs> Vince, we tried that once, and you didn't get it. And, and I just watched this new movie with uh, Johnny Depp. No, no, that's what we're going to get, that Chappelle Show character that he was talking about forever. <laughs> it's like, Johnny Depp, he's still with Wayne Ryder, right? <laughs> Wayne 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 forever. <laughs> <laughs> I anyway, I think it's Johnny Depp, maybe want to create a pirate wrestler. Well, 
called Edward Scissorhands. Well, I want to before we move on to number nine, I just want to make one more point because we're not going to get a chance to talk about this anywhere else. Um, Triple H's promo was way better than the one his wife cut with Cena. Way better. Her promo was the epitome of not making any sense. So here's 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 what happened. And then she starts shooting on CM Punk and Brock Lesnar, and you're like, why? Where did this come from? Yeah, what what the hell's the point? So like. <laughs> So Cena, the point of Cena's promo was that, Rusev, I get it, I lost, but you're a marked man, I'm going to get you eventually, but for now I'm going to focus on the Andre Battle Royal. Buy and then she ticket. comes out yeah. and says, no, you can't do that, you're disgracing his memory, and you can't... <laughs> she's like, uh, everyone just been saying that they're in. Yeah. <laughs> That's how this and then, works. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, and you want Rusev? You'll get him when he wants it. He's like, no, he's over that, he just said that. Okay. As bad as this promo was, and as little sense as it made, as you know, I understand the thought of the storyline of John Cena can't find a spot in the WrestleMania card. I get that, and I like the idea. The execution wasn't good, but Axelmania was awesome. Bob that was the, that was the best part. Yeah, and but then he came out and then lost in like thirty seconds. Well, but that he, part wasn't so good, but, but he got to get out of the ring right now. But if he the break is over, I'm gonna beat you up. That promo was freaking awesome. I agree. Even JBL marked for it. <laughs> but he's just like, you better get out of the ring now. But he gave him until a commercial break had happened. You better get out of the ring now. Pause. You better get out of the ring right now. Two minutes from now. <laughs> until that, till them USA ads are done. They bought their ticket. But you know what? I, I kind of would have liked because they did that whole, you know, uh, Cena won and he held on to submission, not real much longer than he had to, but he was like, you're not going to walk out alive or whatever, whatever it was he said. He should have done what he did to Rusev like two weeks ago where he just started beating the crap out of him, just pummeling him. Like, I, I don't know if that John Cena still exists. Rusev. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? God damn it, Rusev. <laughs> All righty. Uh, you ready for number nine? So we should probably be skipping to like seven, but whatever. Number nine. No, we're only on number nine. I got wait, stuff to talk wait, about. Here. Wait, Triple H. Oh, wait. Well, we're not on number nine. Okay. Stephanie was just uh, an assignment. <laughs> <laughs> this is bonus part seven. Good Lord. Number nine. There we go. <laughs> All right. So this is a little thing that happened on NXT, but I think it was pretty impactful, was the conversation Bailey had with Emma, where Emma pretty much put her in her place. She's like, oh, I get it. You're, you give everybody hugs and you're so nice, but you know what? I did the same thing on Raw, and look where it got me. It got me back here. You gotta Maybe get that killer instinct gold. Oh, yeah. I'm back but here. The look, yeah. But the yeah. look on Bailey's face told the whole story. Like there was so much character development in just her facial expressions that she it worked. Cry, bro. She was, she was totally emoting. There, there <laughs> well, are some, uh, there she are was some emoting all over her face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would Thank emote you. all over her face, but, <laughs> but no, I think she literally gonna, was emoting all over her face. <laughs> well, I mean, Alexa Bliss is back, and she's, you know, gunning for Sasha and everything. And in the meantime, we can get some serious Bailey character development. She could probably have a big feud with Becky Lynch or something like that and just skyrocket her way up to the Divas Championship because she's the next logical title holder. 
I mean, Charlotte, like, she could be like Festus. She's all happy and fun fun loving. And then the bell rings. (laughs) And then the bell rings. And she roars. And it unleashes. And you're going to hear her roar. Oh, 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 oh. Not only that, though, this could do something for Emma. Like, this could, this, because last week, I think it was, she came out, same music, same everything. And I I was like, did they just forget about the storyline? Where she looked a bit apprehensive about doing the dance. Yeah, yeah. Just like, uh, I guess I gotta do this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All righty, uh, number eight. Number eight. NXT was full of some pretty cool stuff this week. Uh, Adam Rose did the job. Adam that Rose pretty- and the and the freaking Rosebuds were all like, "Oh, we're all we're all friends again now." Yeah, and oh, they do the trust fall and everything. And yeah. they, they danced to Tyler Breeze's theme too, which is pretty hilarious. And he shoved them out of the way with his selfie stick. Um, we got the, of course, we got the uh, the Solomon Crow debut match, which was pretty good. <laughs> Bull Dempsey's fucking done. He's yeah. done. It's over. Yeah, Bull Dempsey is trying to get it on there, but. The one thing that surprised me, and this isn't the only thing we're going to talk about with NXT, but the the most surprising thing that happened was that Alex Riley had more character development in two segments than he had the entire time he's been working for this company. All because Kevin Owens ruined his shit last week. And and William Regal is just excellent to work with. Yeah. And, and, Pat, you're going to know exactly which part I thought of you at when he's like, I'm coming after you next week. I'm like, no, oh, CJ Parker's going to job to another guy. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome, though. He's like, you can't you can't hurt Kevin Owens. You know who could? Me. Because <laughs> he has a scratch on his nose. <laughs> yeah. I'm the that only person awesome. to leave a scratch, literally. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Good stuff from Riley. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be that much better in ring <laughs> since he hasn't been wrestling for a while. He's been wrestling for like five years. Everybody but, gets one. <laughs> well, yeah. This, this I know they're using Alex Riley to put over Kevin Owens as if Kevin Owens needs that rub. Yeah. But you he know what? Like when, Regal, when Regal put over <laughs> Ambrose and stuff a few years ago in, in NXT, like that yeah, meant they, something. They brought that up too. Like, He's like, you You used to commentate in wrestling. He's like, yeah, look where that got me. I made a terrible error. <laughs> but you know what? If Alex Riley is that serious about getting back in the ring... He's, then... really, he's really serious about getting fired by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? Let him, because Corey Graves is in the booth now, and he's pretty much got a job for life. Because <laughs> he'll just be like, better. hey, uh, Alex Riley's like, I don't want to commentate anymore. I want to wrestle. And then they're like, well... You're not a good wrestler. <laughs> yeah, so that, that was that was another cool segment, by the way, too, where uh, Owens just came out and A Rise got that water ball there, and he gets all apprehensive, and then <laughs> Albert's just like, "Leave him alone, man! Just don't even bother with it." He just dumps the water on his head, and uh, when when A got up and Albert grabbed him, the crowd started chanting for Albert. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. They were chanting, let him go. <laughs> Get shit pushed in. Uh, good stuff on NXT this week. All right, number seven. Number seven. AJ Lee returned on Raw. Dick in her yep. butt. Right on. <laughs> Final yeah. stuffs. Her and Paige got some uh, segment stuff going on there. And uh, I did not I watch SmackDown be- this week, but I believe she wrestled Brie. I'd like yeah. to segment buck, buck, their buck, stuff. Buck, 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 buck. 
Did she have the music? You know, that's the part I forget because I was only watching. I watched about uh, half of SmackDown this morning while I was getting ready for work, so I forget if she came to the Buck Buck uh, Buck or not. Buck 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 Buck. You should have been getting ready to shoot. Buck 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 Buck. buck. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I was already ready for work. I, I took. I was like, "What do you mean shoot? Does he mean jizz all over the place?" Or <laughs> in my pants. Lord. Dear Lord. Well, I'm happy to see AJ back, and it's going to at least lead to this something for WrestleMania. Probably yeah, it looks like a Divas tag match and not a Divas title match, though. Oh, yeah, just like the Royal Rumble. That works. All right. Uh, let's move on to number six. Number six. Now, here's the good thing about wrestling this week. This top six is all really good shit. Any one of these is worthy of being number one. A lot of good stuff happened this week. So screw uh, ten through seven. <laughs> so let's talk about this. They were the let's miners. Talk about this uh, Bray Wyatt segment. Oh god. Yes. Such goods. Wow. And I'll let you handle that one because I know you're watching this feed like a hawk. Huh. Who's the, who, let who handle this one? Me. Yeah. Talk about it. Okay. So you got. You know, over the last few weeks, you do, you have the whole thing with Bray Wyatt, where first we know he's calling out, then they go right out and say it's the Undertaker, and uh, he built that casket. It wasn't the same casket though this time, though, right? The last time he came out was like a no, it was a wooden casket. casket. Yeah, so it was yeah. the wooden one that he was building in those other promos, I think. And right. uh, so he brings out the casket and he talks about the uncontrol uh, the uncontrollability of fire and how it has no master and how it it just destroys everything in its path. And relates that to what he's been doing the last few months, which is true. I mean, he's been on a win streak for how long now? And he just wants to consume and uh, basically destroy the Undertaker. Fires ain't racist or sexist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fire ain't racist. Okay. <laughs> but of yeah, he lights the casket on fire to symbolize the fact that he's going to extinguish the Undertaker. It's Really a great promo. Uh, Bray Wyatt is coming out every week, and he's he's hitting a home run. Whether he's on the Titantron, whether he's in a match, or whether he's doing a promo right on the rampway. You know, I honestly had to say I was expecting to hear the gong. For what? For Undertaker to come out of that cask, and I'm like, oh, never mind. He's not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't burn it, I'm in here. Yeah. <laughs> Occupied. Occupado, Occupado. I, I think they're really trying to go for the whole... Um, Undertaker won't show up until the match. Yeah, that oh. seems like what they're going for. Oh, shit. Before we move on, I want to talk about, speaking of uh, Undertaker, let's transition to Kane real quick. <laughs> Big Show <laughs> and Kane were arguing on SmackDown backstage, and Big Show's like... What the hell happened to the demon, man? Now you're the spokesman for the men's warehouse. And Kane's like, well, let's see what you think tonight when I take on Ryback. And you're going to love the way I look. And I was like, oh, my God. It's <laughs> what the hell? Oh, it's great. Freaking hilarious. <laughs> I want to watch SmackDown just for that. Oh, it's good. That's, that's it, freaking terrific. <laughs> it was better than the time Kane told us that he was not a cheeseburger. <laughs> the damn buttons, Kane. The damn buttons. 
Right? That was God. Stone Cold's big thing about his induction is that he got his suit from there, but the buttons fucked up. <laughs> Goddamn buttons! What? Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh. My Simpsons Tapped Out game currently has a mission where you have to send people to go attend a pro wrestling show. So that's a thing. Hooray! Yep. All right, let's move on to uh, number five. Number five. We had an awesome title defense on the NXT this week in one of the best women's matches that you're going to see in some time. And, of course, it's on NXT because that's where all the good women's matches are. Sasha Banks defends her and title. the main event. Against <laughs> Charlotte. Not the man event, finally. The main event. <laughs> and it's freaking awesome. Sasha is destined to have an, a very lengthy run as champion. And I think Charlotte has accomplished everything she can. So why not get her ass up to the main roster probably right after... Or lack thereof. Well, yeah, there's that. Actually, that's her outfit. Her outfit's fucking terrible. (laughs) I feel like she's going to be that that post-WrestleMania debut. Kind of like Paige was last year. It'll just be Charlotte coming out. They actually like, she right, comes out and tricks and tricks Nikki Bella into a impromptu into title. a match so she can win the title, <laughs> and then immediately loses all of her character for like three months because that's what happened to Paige. That's what happens to every NXT person who comes up to the main roster. What? <laughs> Except the Shield because they were just like, this is a whole new thing now. And the, and the Wyatt, Wyatt family, family. yeah. But Bo Dallas came up, and they're like, let's just use one part of your character, and that's it. Xavier Woods came up, and they're like, uh, nobody's going to get 90 stuff, so you're a black guy, you better dance. Yep. <laughs> what if I, whose I idea even, that was? Yeah, I don't even know whose idea that was. <laughs> you oh, no. Black people can do something besides dance? <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah, Vince, they can do a lot of stuff, actually. Did like you what? know that? Showing you the way in the dark. Like what? What can they do? I mean, I mean, I know things they could do on my plantation. <laughs> and they sure do. And they sure do fill out the back of a bus nicely. <laughs> ah, dear God. Is <laughs> <laughs> that it? <laughs> he just walked out of the room. Well, well, he broke Ellis, so I think <laughs> you just snort and give it. <laughs> yep, Ellis needs an inhaler. He snorted anyway. This is the best laugh track we've ever had. <laughs> I can't breathe. I'm not sure if he expected laughter from that, or that was a dead serious comment. <laughs> I don't know. Both? If that's how Ellis reacts to that joke, what's the one that's actually really funny? Wait till we get to Poison Buried. <laughs> I think it's just like, you know how when you go to a WWE event, people are like, you have to experience the Undertaker's entrance live. I think it's like, that's how racist Vince is. I prefer Ellis is experiencing him live for the you first gotta, time. You gotta experience racist Vince live. Well, the majority of the time I listen to this as I'm, you know, lying in bed and the fiance is next to me, so I can't laugh too hard. So I have to hold it all in. I'm getting it out now. Oh, that's bullshit. Laugh as hard as you want. 
No, I, you won't like her when she's uh, angry. <laughs> Hulk? Is she the female Hulk? She Hulk. I wonder she sometimes. She, she, is she a lawyer? I, I, saw her, uh, I saw her shove a guy in a mosh pit one time. It was pretty fucking scary. And you're going to marry this woman? Yes. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Look anyway. Way. You can get to any fight you want, and she'll she'll handle it for you. There we go. <laughs> why don't you, you give she, her the she, why don't you give her the address to the log cabin in the woods? She got my handle. handle it. All right. I don't, I, I don't want to subject her to that stupidity. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. All right, number four. Yeah, you play this show next to her while she sleeps. No, no, I, I, I have headphones in. It's fine. <laughs> yes. Yeah, perfectly oh, fine. Okay. As long as you number- Miranda Cosgrove it, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, Anyway, number four. Before number four. <laughs> what? Well, we gotta move on. I'm a Randy Cosgrove reference guy, Ellis Debris. <laughs> Dance reaction is the best. Good lord. We gotta, we gotta move this on. I want Ellis to still get married after the show airs. <laughs> All right. Um, like I said, it's really hard to rank some of these things as number one for the week, but... Obviously, everything can't be number one, but this is pretty cool. We got the next Hall of Fame inductee, and it's Alundra Blaze slash Medusa Massilli. <laughs> it's and, just Alundra Blaze, just like it's just Razor Ramon last year. Oh, yeah, but there's that. But, yeah, now good for her for going in the Hall of Fame. Rikishi slash Sultan. <laughs> yeah, that was a bunch of crap, too. I, I don't like that they only focused on him as Rikishi. He had way more of a career than that. They only focused on that ass. <laughs> Alright, the Razor thing I get because I know they want to do like the NWO is a big induction, so they've talked about doing it as just Diesel instead of Kevin Nash, and then having the whole NWO go in together. I get that, but for Alundra Blaze, it's a bit different because she trailblazed as Alundra, but she had that serious impact That's as Medusa when she went back. called Alundra Blaze. No pun no intended. <laughs> But yeah, good for her. Happy to see her in the Hall of Fame. Alundra's in the Hall of Fame. Should we move on to number three? Number three. Is it Wiz Khalifa hosting Raw or whatever that is? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck that <laughs> shit. Why would you bring that up? But we, we may be forced to talk about that in a little bit. No, it's oh, a terrible idea. In a, in a little bit? Okay, I'll save my comments then. All right, great. Um, by uh, Pat's recommendation... I was able to tune into the new episode of WWE 24, all about Booker T. And I got to say, this was really friggin' good. Dan, did you get a chance to watch it at all? Yeah, I watched it uh, last night. Yes, last night when I was working on my computer. Uh, I'm surprised these are only a half hour long because they could go a lot longer. Yeah, they could have went forever with that. So far, it's been two episodes. One was about WrestleMania last year and the other one's about Booker T. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was kind of weird. I know Chris and I had talked about this during the week, but I was like, I thought 24 was like taking an event like WrestleMania and covering the whole day. But Chris was like, I think, what did you say? It was like breaking kayfabe, like their whole life. Yeah, it's like, it's like, these are what, what happens in all 24 hours of the day of this person or whatever. Like, that's yeah. kind of the impression I'm getting from it. It's a shitty description, but it makes it makes more sense based on the format they're going for. But I don't mind it. They can do whatever the hell they want. It's still a good show. It could right be on. just like, it's the, it's their version of 60 Minutes. 
Yeah. <laughs> they should say to call us WWE 60, <laughs> but not Vince's age. Although he's we don't want to call it that. 60. WrestleMania's not even allowed to call all over 30. Yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania's too old now. It starts to lie about its age. That's like the funniest. That's like the worst possible reason to stop numbering something. We don't want it to seem like it's too old. No, the more pounds. This is episode 92 of the podcast. I'm going to brag about that as much as I want. Well, next episode is Club Cafe Play Sign. We're, we're, we're getting rid of the number. <laughs> we're only allowed to go 92. I think it might be the, 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 our WrestleMania special, if we're still going to do it, it might be referred to as CK Play Sign. CK Play Sign. That would be awesome. But yeah, this is really good. have 9 to 5. My favorite part of this episode was all about how... Um, was the unfortunate like fallout between him and Stevie, and they didn't talk until the Hall of Fame came up. And he's like, "I want all the Huffmans there," and he called Stevie so Stevie would induct him, and that's how they uh, reconciled. And I thought that was really <laughs> great. He's like, "Yeah, I called up Stevie, and they switched to Stevie." He's like, "He called me, and I was at Applebee's." <laughs> so that's the Stevie oh, that went to Applebee's. Well, shit. Mystery solved. <laughs> the question we asked in episode two has been solved in episode 92. Stevie, is Stevie going to be at Applebee's? Yes, Stevie Ray will be at Applebee's. <laughs> um, well, he got, now he's getting sick on cold fried chicken. Oh. Oh, I shouldn't have made that joke because now he's running in here. <laughs> Someone say fried chicken? I love fried chicken. Yeah, we love fried chicken. What's it to you? Well, you're homeless, just like a black man anyway. <laughs> fried chicken. Uh, uh, is that like, why you never give me any change? You want change? You want change? <laughs> so is the guy in the White House. I guess he's a poor homeless man as well, even though he's a big White House. Vince, can I ask you a question while you're here? Yeah. Um, is the White House basically your favorite place? <laughs> Not while Obama's in there. <laughs> God, there's about five black stains in that White House. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Sasha Malia. Yeah. I don't know the rest of their names. Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> like the most, it's like the most terrible Vince has ever been on a show. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. Good Lord. All right. Anyway, um, number two. Number two. He's just leaving uh, abruptly, by the way. Uh, this was this nearly impossible for me to choose between these two as number one. But goddamn, this is one of the funniest things I have seen in wrestling in some time. We got the debut of Miz's new commercial on Raw. Oh, did we? Not on Hulu, we didn't. Oh, my God. Pat, Pat, you missed the best part of Raw. Well, the second best part of Raw. Good God. So, you remember how, like, when Sandow was going to do the commercial and Miz yeah. kept stepping in and talking about, like, you know, how inferior he was and everything? Uh-huh. Well, all those green screen clips got put into a commercial, and it's for a product called Niagara, all about being unable to perform, and it's all clips of Miz talking about how inferior he is. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good oh, God damn it you gotta look it up it was one of the, it's one of the funniest things i've seen in wrestling in some time 
Mrs. Niagara commercial. <laughs> and the best part is he's got like the half the locker room in there, like the entire lower card <laughs> to show off his commercial. And then he just looks over at Mizdow. Mizdow's trying so hard not to smirk. He's like, Mizdow's trying to stop him from showing it. He's like, I think you should watch it privately before doing this. No, 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 no. I, I have to show everybody. It was so friggin' great. Um, oh, God. I, I was going to... You know, if we uh-huh. ever have a, a club kayfabe band, we need Ellis Homeless needs to be the leader of that because you, you're kind of feeling like the guy in the late night show now. <laughs> it just laughs at all of our <laughs> terrible jokes. He's Kevin Eubanks. <laughs> he's our Tony Atlas. Yeah. They're not terrible to me, damn it. <laughs> Welcome to the club kayfabe show with your host Abraham Washin. <laughs> Abraham Washin. Yep, that's what he said every episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Club Cafe Podcast. Why did you open with that? Oh my god. Your host, Pat McDermott, Dan Peck, and Chris O'Malley. I thought he was going to do like the Abraham Washington thing and just call you like Pat McDirt or something. It's the Pat McDirt show. Kiss Tony yeah. motherfucking ass. Pat McDermott. <laughs> Tony this. Tony that. Kiss Tony's motherfucking ass. <laughs> That's the best part of that show. <laughs> Is it time for number one? <laughs> number one. Indeed. Nice segue. Right. The, uh, definitely the best thing that happened on wrestling this week was the celebrity cameo of Jon Stewart and Rock. Especially the fact that Seth Rollins was hosting his own version of The Daily Show to do his own moment of zen. They had the music and everything. Yeah, and yeah completely John graphic. Stewart, and the graphics. It was yeah. they. They got like they got in with the Comedy Central for this. And of course, the show is taking place in Newark, so they got a couple of good Jersey jokes in there. Which Newark? <laughs> it was at. The, the first time he mentioned about Newark being the armpit of America. The crowd <laughs> laughed. Because they're like, well, it is. <laughs> because it is. I, I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like John Stewart. He, being the Jersey boy, got a huge ovation. You, you think I'm scared of the curb stomp? Curb stomp's how we greet each other. Good morning. How you doing? I was good. Yeah, and he he was on point with everything. He knew the storylines. He knew his history. Oh, he even talked about freaking money in the bank and how Kane helped him win or else Ambrose would have won. I mean, yeah, he that it was, was all back to WWE's like, what is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't remember Stephanie's like, John Stewart, you can't enter the Andre Bell Royal either. <laughs> Andre was my best friend, and you can't walk on WWE because you're nothing without us. Yep. Brock Lesnar is going to be nothing without WWE. <laughs> well... The John Stewart thing was awesome, and it's so great when you get a celebrity who actually knows the product, is invested in it, can actually help sell it. I mean, when it comes to celebrity cameos on Raw, most of them are shitty. But the you've got is- your, Yeah, I mean, you get good ones. The Tyson cameos have all been good. The the creepy Arnold Yes chant was perfect for a sick joke on this show. And when you have somebody like Seth Green or Ozzy or Bob Barker who are actually, like, legit fans and play off the characters, it works. The thing here is, too, um, what I really like 
is John Stewart wasn't coming on to promote anything. He wasn't coming on to promote a new book or promote the daily show. This was all about he's, he's helping to promote the, that he's retiring. Right. He wasn't even doing that. Yeah. He, he, he was, it was all about Seth Rollins. It was all about getting this guy some mainstream attention. And guess what? It did better than anything else they've done last year, including a dreadful segment with Kathy Lee and who But then after the break, John Stewart talks to Renee. <laughs> He's like, that always doesn't look so good. He's still talking, talking trash. And he's like, this is like a pretty wide open hallway. Do, do the wrestlers come around back here? And then, I don't know if this is a Hulu thing or if this was actually raw, but he's, he's saying that and he's wondering if Seth Rollins is going to come through the curtain. And then they clip to Seth Rollins backstage. Was that, was that a Hulu thing or was that a raw thing? It might've been both actually. Cause yeah, they clipped to him backstage in the authority's office and if Seth Rollins goes backstage and sees Jon Stewart, like he just passes him and goes, I'm going to go right to the authority's office and complain instead. Like, and Jon Stewart is scared. That was a good segment. Thanks, John. Thanks for putting me over, kid. <laughs> awesome. Well, those are my, right in the okay. balls, like legit. <laughs> well, those are my top ten. Um, Dan. Because Randy Orton was like, I want his autograph. Man, I'm just waiting for Orton to turn to turn on them. It's just like, why are you taking so long? Wait, wait, can I can I ask why that's a storyline? Because it would be too obvious for him to have turned on them right away. I guess. Oh, so you mean it you mean long like, and drawn out and boring? It's you taking like, as long as it like takes him to walk to the ring. Wait, wait. He came <laughs> back at Fastlane and was a face. He RKO'd Seth Rollins, and then they're like. Randy, you need to stay with us because you're our friend. And we own your career. And he's like, oh, and he's like, yeah. oh okay. Oh, let's do the most obvious build ever. It's going to be a slower build than my walk to the ring. Oh, oh God. Yeah. All right. I don't want the show to go too long, so let's stop talking about Randy. Okay. Because <laughs> that's what's going to kill Because <laughs> this story is terribly dumb. <laughs> I don't understand. We're just waiting for him to turn. Obvious. It's obvious we're getting Orton versus Rollins at WrestleMania. Right. We just but, be like, all right, listen, here's your RKO. It's happening. But they've built oh, Seth Rollins up as this smart heel. Right, that's the whole Daily Show thing. Did that too. The whole past year. I bet you that's that. what it is. The, this whole Daily Show thing just happening out of the blue, like threw back your storyline ideas by a week. <laughs> I, you know what? You're probably right about that. So Orton will turn on him next week. See, right, problem solved. <laughs> they've invested the time into making Seth Rollins always look so smart. Seth Rollins can't tell that Randy Orton is going to turn on him. And then Big Maybe Show he does, and he's waiting. Big Show's patting on the back. I knew you'd make the right choice, Randy. I knew you'd do it. Maybe you know what's even better when he does turn. When he does turn, everybody's gonna be all shocked that it happened. Like Big Show's gonna stand there. What's going on? Why'd you do that? I can't believe this. You I'm gonna turn face again. I can't fucking believe this shit. It makes me so mad. I'm gonna rip off my shirt and turn face. He's gonna rip <laughs> no, he's got to rip out his car stereo. Did you read that story in, in uh, Jericho's book where Jericho accidentally like slapped him in a match and he got he's, pissed? So he ripped out his own rental car stereo. And when he told Ron Simmons what he did, Simmons like, man, you sure showed him. He's going to enter the, the Andre that. Battle Royal wearing a Raw shirt and then everybody except two people will be eliminated. He'll rip off his shirt and have a SmackDown shirt. And they're like, bro, it's not even a thing. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Superior. Wasn't it the Finally. Right 
Big Show was like, I'm going to rip off my Raw shirt and have a SmackDown shirt, and then he ripped off his SmackDown shirt and had an ECW shirt all in the same Battle Royal. I'm pretty sure that happened. God, I can't even. I can't tell with Big Show anymore. On the head-to-head <laughs> special, it, too. Right, this, this is enough Big Show. May 13th, May 13th. Yeah, he doesn't even get his date right. Uh, Dan, did anything happen on Lucha this week that you think we need to talk about? Yeah, three things happened. Uh, Katrina is officially banging Phoenix now when Mil Mortez is fucking mad about that shit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that moved along. Uh, big match that uh, Big Rickalon fought Sexy Star. And even though this was recorded some time ago, it was like literally a response to that Kimberly incident from last Oh, yeah. We got, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Because they worked pretty... Pretty light. Took took care of her very well. That was like the whole point of the match. She was like, I don't want to hurt her, but I got to beat her. So pretty much he like shoot pins or whatever to win the match. But before anything could happen, the crew shows up and attacks because this was all for a one-on-three match later. But they end up teaming oh, up and fighting the crew. I haven't been watching Lucha for that long, so who's actually in the crew? Uh, their names are uh, Castro, uh, Bell, and uh, uh, what the fuck? It's it's Ricky Reyes, uh, B Boy, and some other guy. Okay, well I I know who they are, but I don't I wouldn't know them. Yes, by you know who some other guy is. <laughs> yeah, I, and I totally know who other guy is. Um, I mean, that's kind of cool. I like, I really like the way the Lucha storylines are working out. And I think it's a really, really good wrestling show. I'm going to check it out after so we're it's done. It's probably going to actually end up being a two on three later, but the main event was, well, Alberto El Patron, uh, met in Dario Cueto's office at like the beginning of the show. And they're like, it's time for my first match. Pero did he, did he do his, did he do his patron's eyebrow? Of course he did. Uh, <laughs> so he's talking to Dario Cueto, and he's like, I need my first match, Pero. And Dario's like, how about you face a uh, guy who's never won? And Alberto's like, fuck that shit. I want Tejano. And then Dario's like, no, 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 no. That's too soon, too soon. What about Famous B? And he's like, Famous B? And he starts getting really angry. He's like, what about El Eo Del, Del Havoc? He hasn't won a match either. He, started, he like jumps, like moves off, like brushes all his stuff off his desk, and he's like, "Fine, fine, I'll give you Tejano tonight." So he fought <laughs> Tejano. He's like, "Come on, give me a week or two to promote it, man." So Alberto El Patron fought Tejano in the main event. Uh, went like fifteen minutes about, and then uh, Alberto gets all pissed and he grabs Tejano's rope and starts whipping the shit out of him with it, and it gets DQ'd. Nice. So he's already a better character, it sounds like, in Lucha than he was in WWE. Well, well good for him. Green stuff. Well, yeah. well good for him. I'm, I'm glad for him. I'm glad that Mysterio is free. And I, I love that picture of Mysterio with him in the original Sin Cara, where you can tell the Rio's like glaring at him behind his sunglasses because there's legit heat <laughs> between them. Uh, so that'll be fun. Yes, Ray is a free elf. All right. uh, but, <laughs> he got he got the sock in the book. But there was a, a new Japan Cup has start started uh, this week, and I've yeah, got that was awesome. Two big things happened, and they were the last two matches too. 
Uh, Toru Yano defeated Tanahashi in a first round match. And Tanahashi was just the world champion. And I don't think I've ever seen Yano win a singles match. That's actually a pretty big deal then. Because Yano, look, he only ever wins like trios and, and four man, four on four tags because he's in the same group with like Nakamura and Okada. So like usually one of those guys is there to to win matches for him. Right, right. But no, he just straight up won. Tanahashi was going to go uh, try to take off to hit the ropes and he grabbed his hair and cradled him up and he pinned him and it was like, holy shit, Yano won. Awesome. And in the main event, Bad Luck Fale actually beat Okada, which is... That was the one I was actually surprised about. Big freaking deal about that, too. So, that was the one that surprised me when I saw that happen. Goddamn. I prefer the old Japan mug. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just prefer WWE. Ugh. If you watch these shows, you wouldn't. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. Um, Adrian Cotton wants us to talk about how awesome our truth is right now. Oh, I would love to. <laughs> so did you I miss him? Did anything miss his stuff from last this week? I missed Raw. There was two two awesome segments for IC title stuff on Raw. Yeah. Oh yeah, great. yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that thoroughly. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, what was the first match? Was the first match Barrett versus Barrett Ambrose? Was the first match? And our truth was that was that ringside. Yeah, and he, like, steals the title again. And they're talking about, oh, we gonna be in a ladder match? I don't want to climb no ladders. <laughs> <laughs> like, you scared of them? Nah, I ain't scared of them. I ain't scared of spiders. <laughs> Here we go, spiders. <laughs> yeah, why are they... I, I'm glad, because... Well, maybe it's us, because didn't we mention on the show a few weeks ago how we missed that R-Truth? I know I had talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know how you know this is good? Freaking Bobby G is enjoying this. And, and so during the match, he doesn't enjoy anything. No, he doesn't. But he's liking this. That's what I've seen of. Yeah. So what was uh, what, what was the steals thing? the title, stuffs it in his shirt, and then uh, who comes and get? Oh, Luke Harper shows up, and and JBL's like, uh, "Truth, uh, someone's behind he's you." Standing behind him, he's like, "He behind me? I don't even want to look at him." <laughs> he oh, hands God. him the belt like real quick because he's like, "He like the Walking Dead." You see what Tim Walkers do? <laughs> I'm actually um, really looking forward to this match at WrestleMania now. On uh, SmackDown, the, the, other, the other match was um, Brian and uh, Brian and Harper, right? Yes. Yeah, and then Archer stole the belt again, and then this time, uh, and then, yeah, Luke Harper came out again, right, and took it back. No, who was it? He gave he gave the belt to somebody else. And then Luke Harper takes the belt back again. He starts walking out. Ziggler comes out, super kicks him, takes the belt. Yeah. Yeah, on SmackDown, Ziggler, in the opening segment, he came out with the belt, and Barrett came to get the belt back. And uh, then Harper came out behind Ziggler, and everybody started going after each other instead of focusing on the belt again. And R-Truth jumps the rail, and he, he hides up against the turnbuckle, like stealth turnover, like Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> and then he crawls on his back using his elbows because the IC title's in the middle of the ring. He rolls to the one side. He starts crawling in with using his elbows, grabs the title, belly rolls back out, and just ends up leaving with the title. It was absolutely <laughs> hysterical. So awesome. And then, uh, yeah, he went to the back and he, ta- he uh, 
he tried, he tried to give the title to Renee Young. She's interviewing him. He's like, come on, we got to change the title again. Someone else can win. <laughs> Last week on SmackDown, he just hands it back to Dean Ambrose, and he, then R2 says, oh, man, two title changes. SmackDown's blowing up. Yeah, he goes to he goes to Renee Young. He goes, uh, where's Gene Ambrose? And she goes, Gene? Don't you mean Dean? He goes, I don't know either one of them. We got to give this title away. <laughs> <laughs> Two title changes on one nut. What Smack happened? Like, why did that? Why did that character ever disappear? I'm so happy he's he because they gave him the Miz. Yet. Oh yeah, and that killed everything. Is it bad? I'm looking. For, I'm more excited about this match than uh the world than the world heavyweight championship match. <laughs> yeah, the only one that feels that way. Oh good. I feel bad for. I'm, some I'm of these not guys, sad though. about it, but they should be sad about it. <laughs> I feel like. There's two multi-man matches already on WrestleMania, and all the other, all the singles matches, aren't they all like part-time Mania guys so oh, far? All the single matches. Well, all the single well we don't know if we're getting single matches. Yeah, because they didn't do anything this week, but that doesn't mean anything really. I mean, they had to devote a half hour to John Stewart this week, so right. Well, well, Chev Chev pointed out that because they suppose Stardust is talking about possibly being in that match, that they're not going to do Golden Stardust, but that doesn't mean anything because Miz is talking about being in the Andre Battle Royal, but it's pretty obvious there's going to be something between him and Mizdow happening. Guys can get double booked for Mania. Hell, it happened last year, so. I yeah, some guys got quadruple booked back at WrestleMania Four. Yeah. Yep, they sure did. And then, well, one the- guy did. One guy got quadruple. One guy booked. did, but he won the title. <laughs> um, and that's one of the uh, uh, David Jesus, Michael Coyle, DJMC. He wanted us to talk about the elevation of the IC and US Championships with the feuds that they're in. Uh, we kind of touched on that last week, but I'll repeat it again. It's awesome that these titles are getting the exposure that they're getting. Because the IC title feud is based on being the number two guy in the company and the workhorses, and that's exactly who's in it. All the guys who have, who really are the number two guys behind who I think are the top guys right now, which is Reigns and Rollins. And they're going to be the world title feud for the summer. But but everybody is gunning for these titles now. Daniel Bryan is excited about the chance to go for the Intercontinental Championship. John Cena wants... To take the United States Championship from Rusev, it's just, you know, and you've got what is it six? Is it eight? Whatever it is for the Intercontinental right. Title right now, that's exciting, and that's you should honestly always have people um, in right. waiting in the you know in the wings to come back in for that. A bunch of guys going after a very important title belt, and on the other hand, is are two guys that are elevating the title that would be after the IC title, and that's why it's a big deal because. The, and I, I keep hearing this all the time from stupid trolls on the internet, and shut the fuck up with this. No, Daniel Bryan and John Cena are not being lowered to the championships. They are taking the championships and elevating them. That is what's happening. Cena and Bryan are still top guys. They're just doing something different. And it's good. Right. Not everybody can be in the main event for the world title. Now, I mean, I, who else Who else do you think is going to gun for that IC title? <laughs> Yes. You see, not all of the challenges have been have been named yet. I'm going to just wait until someone comes to the top of the rampway, and I come out with my Hall of Fame ring, and I crack them in the skull, and then I take out my freeze ray, and then I freeze the entire audience and take my icy title. 
Yes. So Arnold, I got to ask you a question. Yes. This is a very important question. Yes. Are you excited to possibly be the next IC champion? No. I'm excited to be the IC champion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Oh god. Oh, it's only so, one this time. It's only Gucci one. Mane. He's really not that excited then. I see. Yeah. Uh, no, there's time divided between there being New Japan because they both have IC titles that he knows of now. So now he's he's scheming for WWE and the New Japan title. So it's it's, it's he's gonna be oh, the undisputed IC champion. So if two people grab that IC title, right? Would would there be a title freeze? <laughs> no, it would undo the space time continuum with the paradox. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. With the pair of ducks. All right. Big Show uh, and Kane would choke slam each other. Cats and dogs would be living together. It would be mass insanity. Yes. <laughs> the, the they would want to be a douche? No. no that, that'll never get that far. Come on. Yeah, We're pretty far away for that. A double choke Don slam Mario. spot is far more realistic. Don Mario is up next, and he wants to know how excited we are for Wiz Khalifa on Raw next week. I am so hyped. Listen to oh, you know know who's excited? You know who's excited? Roman Reigns. Because there was that promo on Raw uh, where he was talking to Seth Rollins, and, he go, and Seth Rollins goes, I could host better than Jon Stewart. I could rap better than Wiz Khalifa. And Roman gives the most, like, Nigga, what face? And he just goes, <laughs> like seriously, he gives like the funniest faces, and he just goes, "What?" with like a crazy face. What? You can't outwrap Wiz Khalifa. They should have, <laughs> they should have he, never let Roman spit with Wiz Khalifa. But they let him swallow. He they let him spear with Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like it was fair though, looking back on Raw. Because uh, Roman, of course, couldn't even say triple threat match correctly. And uh, I was thinking to myself, I said, Seth Rollins is in two feuds with two people who can't talk. So they brought in Jon Stewart to kind of even that out. <laughs> Thank God for the Jon Stewart stuff. Yes. Well, now, now Orton and Reigns have something to live up to. Oy. All right. Um, Two more things to talk about before we move on to our segments. Uh, these are actually two big things that happened this week that the guys really want us to discuss. Uh, one of them is the Chris Dickinson-Kimberly match from Beyond Wrestling. And uh, this has been pretty controversial if you guys haven't heard about this. Basically, Dickinson beats the ever-loving shit out of Kimberly with a chair. Um, it's quote-unquote controversial because people are reading it as too much of a guy beating up a girl, but Joey Image really put it best. It's not the content that was shitty. It's how carelessly he was hitting her. Hey, he wasn't really protecting her. They were just doing it for the extreme factor. And that I have the problem because I watched the video and it's really obvious that it's just being done to, to, for, to, for be, this to happen for everyone yeah, to talk about it for a week. Yeah, it's being done to go viral pretty much. And that's what I didn't like about it. It's not so much the guy beating up the girl, because that shit happens in indie feds all over the place. In fact, Chikara doesn't have anything like that. There's no no age, gender, or anything by it. Everyone wrestles everyone. Everyone wrestles everyone, right. And Kimberly is one of those 
And she's one of the people that does it in Shikara. <laughs> yeah. She's built a name for herself by taking on and defeating male wrestlers. So this was just kind of stupid. And I know, you know, they got like JT Dunn to issue all these comments and everything. And he's a friend of mine. But he, you know, he doesn't see anything wrong with it. But I think, you know, from an insider personally i think it was just done a little too carelessly you can do something like that without getting that crazy and still make the impact that you needed to make so that's my two cents on it yeah, it was an unprofessional jerk they could have yeah. they could have done the exact same things but if he wasn't freaking being sloppy as fuck yeah so but you know the point that joey image made is definitely the point i agree with there um the other big thing that happened this week is these allegations came out against bill demott all about how he uh torments the trainees and makes them strip naked and calls people faggots and all kinds of shit that that image pointed out really isn't news people have been saying this shit for a while but all of a sudden like this letter that this former talent wrote to wwe got posted even though he didn't post it and all of a sudden all these other people are coming out on twitter saying that demott does all this shit and DeMott himself denies it, but because of the allegations, he voluntarily stepped down as from his trainer position. Right now, uh, Jason Albert is currently filling that role, so now he'll really talk about people he sees at the Performance Center. It'll be the people at the Performance Center, and he better because he'll get demerits. <laughs> but uh, he'll get demonets. Oh, God. Yeah, these but, allegations um, are like uh, he would be put on a registry for the rest of his life and have to greet all his neighbors and tell them that he's a sex offender. Yeah. Um, the thing is, the, the, a lot of the points that I've seen about this, it, my take is that, yes, there are some really shitty stuff that can happen to you when you're being trained by a really hard-nosed trainer, but some stuff is designed to toughen you up to the business. Other stuff is just completely unnecessary. And if he's really making them strip naked and give the stink face to each other, that has nothing to do with wrestling. You're not benefiting from that at all. Well, it's just because like, Rikishi's going in the Hall of Fame. They want to honor him. Of course. <laughs> you like, like Stu Hart stretching out people until they scream. That makes sense because he's toughening them up for the business and at the same time getting them ready for the life that they're going to be in. Um Stripping naked and calling somebody a faggot repeatedly doesn't prepare you oh, for anything. Oh, God. Can't you play as Bill DeMott in 2K15? Uh, yeah, I think so. He's your you trainer know, in, the, in the... I haven't, I haven't gotten that far in the, uh, in the 2K15 storyline because I haven't really been playing it, but I'm kind of scared to go back and try that NXT. Did you stop playing because Bill DeMott kept yelling at you and telling you to strip down? <laughs> yeah, he, kept, he, kept, he kept calling me a faggot repeatedly, so I quit the performance center. <laughs> You Why haven't made it out of the guys who want to be here, figure. So, um, you know, what's what's your guys' take on the Bill DeMott situation? I don't know the allegations. I haven't actually read what they are. Or the allegations spelled like alligator, as someone did before. Hmm. Yeah, I, re- I already caught that. <laughs> I, I don't think you could not with my huge picture of Wally Gator following it. No, I really don't. Because I'm the greatest <laughs> navigator in the swamp. But what were the allegations besides naked state space? I mean, there's, there's a bunch more. I didn't really read. I read the article once. I don't really remember the specifics. I've just been kind of reading people's reactions to it more than anything. But uh, You're just jealous because Bill DeMott's going to let us play naked robber. 
I'll have you know, Naked Robber is one of Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry's favorite party games. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, I think that, uh, I think what he did as far as stepping down really was the smartest thing that could have happened. Yeah, well, he was going to get fired. I'm pretty sure they told him, quit yeah. or get fired. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> at that point... Because you know, he, he had to go. Yeah, Real or not, if, you got to go. Yeah. yeah, even if every single thing that people have said about him turns out to be false, you don't really lose those types of allegations in your life, so... Maybe if he fights and wins, they'll let him come back. Maybe. Yeah. All right. So that's the Demod stuff. Uh, I got four other topics here that Joey and Mitch wants us to talk about. So you guys decide if we should talk about them. Uh, first one is Jews. All right. We'll pass on that one. Uh, next, one's, next one's milk. Uh, I got some cashew uh, milk in the fridge. I haven't tried it yeah, yet. Yeah, boy. Forward to it. I've got cashew milk is the bomb. I've got almond milk, vanilla. I almond like almond milk, but I, I know mm-hmm. Pat likes almond cashew. Milk. Yeah, right, no. almond milk. I I am a I'm a fan of, but I loves me some cashew milk. I yeah. actually like cashew milk. Actually, vanilla almond milk was suggested to me by Pat. Yep. Cashew milk? Oh, I'm not about to do that. Oh no! No no no! <laughs> no no! <laughs> Why stop? Stop! Look at him banging on the door. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a smoky flavor. Well, you know, you know, Jews have to have kosher dairy. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm aware. I'm we're, aware. we're all aware of that. Vince. Hey, hey, you know Vince, about the kosher thing. Vince, wouldn't wouldn't cashew milk be kind of smoky flavored? That's racist. For racist Vince, that is really? too far. Wow. Well, now we know. Ellis now is more know. racist than racist Ellis, Vince. I have to say, you're really cooking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Done. High five. High done. five. <laughs> Holy fuck. God damn it. God fucking damn it. I'm going to buy you a house. <laughs> Only if it's white. Only if you're white. Which I am, I think. All right. I need a shower though. I'm homeless. Well, don't take. Don't take. Oh, 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 oh. Don't get too dirty. Oh. You don't want. You don't want those suggestions. <sighs> Good lord. All right. Uh, other subject that Joe wants us to discuss is Paddington Bear. Oh my god! <laughs> it's about time! It's called Paddington Bear because he was left at Paddington Station. Oh. End, end of my knowledge of Paddington Bear. I all, I know is, all I know is that the Doctor is in the new movie that came out last year. Yes. I can't wait until Randy Orton name drops Paddington Bear in a promo, and then Paddington Bear calls him out. And then we get Randy Orton and Paddington God. Bear. It'll be it'll be just like Rick Steiner versus Chucky. What that means is the guy that plays Q in the new Bond movies is going to show up because he's the voice of Paddington Bear in that movie. <laughs> and then the last topic is Old El Paso Taco Foods. Terrible. Garbage. All right. I trash. Make my own. Yes. All right, guys. It's time for Troll Truth. Troll Truth. <laughs> 
All right, listen. There's a lot of bullshit that's been happening this week, especially the uh, the big argument that happened on my Facebook about WWE versus indie feds, which you guys can read up on if you want. If you're where for the price of one, one WWE ticket, you can go to 14 indie shows if you go to the much, Yeah, <laughs> I, I was thinking about recapping this, but something else was funnier that he said this week, and it's funnier because absolutely nobody responded to it. But he goes. <laughs> He, first of all, he starts off by saying, anybody who has an Xbox One, which is funny enough as this, is there a way to turn off the console's power sensor so that it can only be turned on with the controller? I don't know. Did you not read your instruction manual while it was sitting in the closet? Hello, Antonio. You are quite good at turning me on. Me on. <laughs> um, you, you, you probably should ignore that. Antonio? Hello, Mr. Antonio. Ooh, give me it all, Antonio. Oh, wait, you guys didn't watch Better Call Saul yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, um, Mr. Uh, Cardboard Box One over here. <laughs> because, because Ellis has a house now, so he's, he's got the monopoly on this gimmick. Moving up uh, in the world. Um, seriously, how do you not know how to operate your system? And here's the thing. he's a virgin. Also, you can Google that shit. Yeah, I have it for I... Yahoo. Yeah, you probably yeah. do. No wonder he didn't find the answer. No, no, no wait. He, Yahoo he... toolbar. It's my favorite. No, wait. He prefers the Bing toolbar. Yeah. I oh, prefer... you just like Peter Parker into Alta Vista. I prefer Ask Jeeves, or as I call it, Ask Alfred. Jeeves has been part of Ask Jeeves in like eight years. I prefer Alta Vista, man. Yeah, it's Does Ask Jeeves still exist? You no, know, they took away G. He was like a long time ago, and now Ask, I don't think, even exists anymore. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta Google that oh, shit. What happened to Jeeves? Did, was he wished? Was he future endeavored? Yeah, yeah Jeeves was the best part because he's like, oh, yes, uh, this is the answer to your question. <laughs> your per- own personal internet butler. Come on, man. <laughs> Ask Alfred would be his gimmick. Oh, God. Is it. But, uh. But, is of it course. Gotham, I, I, Alfred? I can't possibly resist doing this. Uh, we have some breaking troll truth. Uh oh! Beep 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 beep. beep. And so and they showed. They showed still exist. They showed the official photos of Supergirl from the new series, and oh, yeah, uh, he's not right. happy with this. She's got bad boots, and why the hell is she wearing stockings? Oh, I just thought like she wasn't that attractive. That that, that was really Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Good lord. Champion. I love that. Just because you're old doesn't mean you should have fucking manners. Jeez. <laughs> I finally got a meal in the Club Cop Cafabe Cafe. It was delicious. What was it? <laughs> I'm oh, not you weren't prepared sure. for that. Oh, God. <laughs> was it, was it a real food that? item and then come up with a gimmick name God. for it. No. You, you had no story ready. No backstory ready for that. I'm sorry. Fourth wall break. I haven't had anything to eat in the wild. Leave me alone. But you just ate. <laughs> Yeah, I know we heard it. Yeah, he already ate his free meal for being part of the show. <laughs> oh, oh, it's because you guys took sympathy on me because I was homeless. Oh, no, there's no simpy here. Yeah, there be no simpy here. I thought you listened to the show. Simpy cut? Oh, that's why already. Oh, God. So why is... I love how Supergirl's name is basically Benoit. Yeah, it's Benoit with an S before the T. Benoit balls. Benoist. Benoist, yeah. Melissa Benoist. Benoist. I don't know how it is. Uh, 
I don't know. Well, I'm not paying that close I, attention because I don't really this care. This has happened with every single superhero thing that's ever been announced on CW. It, I remember when they first showed the Flash. Ah, costume, this is like, going to be a CBS oh, yeah. show, man. He hated, he hated oh, yeah. the new Flash costume, but now he loves the show. But all he did was talk shit about it. Flash costume is really cool. What the fuck? God. But they really need a superhero in a Flash. I prefer the streak, man. Of course. Well, that ended last year, so. (laughs) Ah, The shareholders are going to reverse it. (laughs) Is that still a thing? They're still taking their damn time. It's almost been a year now. (laughs) Just as soon as they cancel the network for that hashtag. (laughs) Uh, Well... You know, by the way, by the way, um, I want to say one more thing about that whole John Stewart, Seth Rollins thing before we finally are put this we still on impact. We are still on impact. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess anyone who was dumb enough to think Seth Rollins was going to get in any sort of trouble for those pictures that leaked that weren't his fault at all. I guess we can finally put that fact to rest. Oh, you mean how all those people who still think that he's going to be <laughs> let go, low, low, low. Right. I remember logging on to Facebook the next day, and everyone, I didn't see Raw yet, and I was like, Seth Rollins game? I mean, I didn't know what happened, because I wasn't even looking at wrestling news at all until I watched Raw. All the like, people that jumped to the conclusion that the girl was going to obviously get fired, and so they then got angry because that if she gets fired, then that means he should get fired. Because that would be sexist. And then what happened? Neither of them got fired. So fuck yourself. And the argument that you created to have with people for an entire day that came to nothing because you're fucking retarded. And guess what? Biggest heel in the company right now because Brock Lesnar's not around every week. And Brock Lesnar's not heel. (laughs) It's true. It's true. (laughs) It's damn true. (laughs) Biggest heel besides Roman Reigns on the roster is Seth Rollins. Still, people. I still love it that some somebody will be giving an interview, mention Roman Reigns, hear booze, and then Roman Reigns music starts and everyone freaks the fuck out. Yeah, what is with that? We don't want to see him. Oh, he's gonna walk down the stairs, or or are they just like, oh man, the shield's coming out? Or or maybe it's just like that that instant of, hey, I recognize that noise. That is the beginning of someone's music. And then you just get so caught up in the music. 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 That guy is not Ear balls. Ear balls. about your damn reins. Anyway. They're like, this music's got so much bass. It's amazing. It's all about that bass. It's all about that bass. It's all about that bass. All right. Well, no, no, no. Now no, they're no. using that to sell diapers. I'm like, isn't this about how like you like people with big butts? Actually, <laughs> there are tro- man, there are trolls all over the internet, and unfortunately, some of them have access to WWE's official Facebook page. Yes, and I, I'm kind of glad because this topic did not come up during our discussion, and that is that SummerSlam is going to officially be in Barclays in Brooklyn officially. Oh, yeah. Did, was there a big deal about that, about how they, they signed this $2 million contract, so or like $2 billion, whatever, to move all of IZOD's events to Prudential, and everything moved except for SummerSlam, where they're just like, fuck Jersey? I don't know, maybe there was a scheduling conflict or whatever. But hey, do you remember hearing someone on this podcast say that it should just be in Barclays? Yeah, I do. I wonder who said that. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. 
Huh. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, this is what the, the internet had to react. Uh, spoiler, most people didn't realize that SummerSlam wasn't supposed to be in L.A. this year. <laughs> so, we're, so we're on a roll here, right? Someone's obviously listening because... Awesome R Truth is back. That got moved to the Barclays Center. There was another thing, right? Wasn't there another thing? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> probably. Seth Rollins did get in trouble. Yeah, they listen to us. Axel Mania is running wild. Yeah, yeah. All these things. <laughs> he did like the full, the full montage of poses and everything. And then when Cena hit him, he got against the ropes and he started axling up. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not selling Axel Mania shirts because they're retarded. I walk like, when Miz, uh, like when Miz was getting over with saying he defeated John Cena. Oh, and the shirt. Cena shirt, yeah. And then like they didn't sell him until it was until the storyline was over. Then they did the "Let's go Cena, Cena sucks" T-shirt, which is just one sentence. "Let's go Cena, Cena sucks." And then there was the anti-Cena actual shirt, which which means John Cena's name was on it still. And so John Cena means, got merchandising. Which means he got the money shirt. for that shirt. Royalty, hustle royalties, respect for that shirt. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, SummerSlam is going to be at Barclays in Brooklyn. So, here we go. Finally, SummerSlam is out of L.A. No disrespect. Out of Finally. Again, during SummerSlam last year, they said it was not going to be in L.A. anymore. Yeah. All right. So, we have one R-tard. Jeff Hardy will be there. Really? With my house. Does he know that yet? And my dog. Was Jeff Hardy the one who posted this comment too? (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Hardy will be there. With my eyeballs on my eyeballs and my lid (laughs) on my eyes. John Senna's versus Roman Reigns, like if you agree. What? Say that one again. John Senna's versus Roman Reigns, like if you agree. How many likes? How many people liked? Like two. <laughs> to two 12-year-olds. I don't know who John Senna's is. No, no punctuation, right? No, no. Just like Roman's run-on sentence on Raw, by the way, when he came out and he talked to Seth Rollins, he goes, I just wanted to come out here and hear, you suck live. And I'm like, is that is that like an improv show? That was like the freaking like, smartest thing he's ever said. Because he's like, the fans can be saying you suck to me, but since I said it's going to be saying it to Seth, I can mentally think they're talking about Seth when they're obviously talking about me. Wow. Is, now, wait, I got a question. Is John Sitta the guy who... Is District 12's representative in the Hunger Games? Oh, I thought he was a guy who owns yes. Cinnabon. <laughs> no, it's just it's John Cena's delicious. Cis. All right, John Cena's a cis. Boreman Reigns gonna be booed out of arena. Boreman. Boreman Reigns. I was saying Boreman Reigns. <laughs> Are there Boreman license plates in the gift shop? Uh, WrestleMania is going to be fun because Brock's going to be over as fuck and, and all those people are going to be booing Roman Reigns when he comes back. Because that's never happened before. That's going to be the best WrestleMania main event ever. Uh, Isn't that what happened during Cena Triple H when Triple H was the big heel and Cena was the baby face? And yet everyone was rooting for Triple H. 
<laughs> and our last comment quit planning ahead wwe we haven't even had wrestlemania 31 yet <laughs> i saw several posts about this because because negotiating where your pay-per-view is going to be takes up so much of your mental acumen <laughs> That's so fucking funny. That's a great comment. It was like someone was like, "So uh, I wouldn't want to work with you if you're not looking ahead at anything. Don't plan ahead for anything." Well, they never plan raw ahead of time. They always book it right there on the show. So I guess it's okay. All right, guys, Are you guys ready to play points or buried? All right. So this week. Another Dan Dahl suggestion. These are pro wrestling themed breakfast cereals. Ooh. That breakfast you can, cereals. You can have these for breakfast. Can't get enough of that Kishi Chris. And I'm guessing you didn't go with the one and done because I saw multiple people use the same wrestler. So No, I didn't. There was no one and done rule this week. I just wanted everybody to have fun with puns. And, uh,. It's well, fun good time. <laughs> uh, not everybody disappointed. Are you done or is that your last name? <laughs> oh. All right. So you guys ready for some wrestling themed breakfast cereals? Oh, yeah. So as, as you turn into aisle six in the supermarket, this the wonderful <laughs> cereal aisle and you're browsing for that wonderful breakfast cereal. Here are some choices that you can pick off the shelf. You have Ted DiBiase's million dollar brand. Oh, God. <laughs> Everyone's got to poop. Ha ha ha. Oh, my God. So much fiber. <laughs> That's going to get points. <laughs> All right. Points to Dylan Mewshaw. Okay. Next, we have the big guys feed me Morios. <laughs> I, I was I was like they're just called the feed me mores gets no point but feed me Morios. okay you get points <laughs> uh, Joe Kalaya the third with that one okay next we have uh, Roman Reigns's cheery ooze <laughs> oh <God. laughs> ow oh oh and he's, just, he's just howling on the box. <laughs> of course. Ooh, uh. <laughs> oh, I can think of Shin's last entry. Oh, oh my God. Well, they, so, they somebody are, responded to they this. They are white said, frosted, right? Oh, God. <laughs> somebody responded to this oh. and said that's not milk in the bowl. <laughs> oh, oh. Jesus Christ. That gets points. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Taylor, Ch- Taylor Chadwick, you get points. R- Rainios. <laughs> Make it rain up in this bitch. Oh, I can see the commercial right now, too. We're oh, like, cereal's boring. And he's like, Let's make it rain up in this bitch. Make it rain. Cereal bowl. Does he just, does, does he fly in? like two kids having breakfast and they're bored. So he flies in and just Superman punches their breakfast off the table. Uh, uh, yeah. I like how you're worried if he does that when I just said he chooses in their bowl. Uh, I'm choosing to ignore that part. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn. Oh, God. That's right. Damn. <laughs> Next we have... Uh, Stardust, Lucky Stars, which are just Lucky Charms with only star marshmallows. Wow. Until it was explained, I thought it was pretty good. Nope. 
<laughs> All right. So then, what happens here? Gets buried. Yeah. Well, that was <laughs> you know, Simsack, You were fit on a roll lately, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, his legs don't work. But uh, not this week. All right. Next, we have Usotes. You know what podcast I wouldn't have Mike Simsack on? Oh God. Walking walkies. <laughs> oh. No. Oh. no. Alright. Oh. Alright, here's a next we have Usotes. Just Usos? Yeah, Usotes. Oh Us Oats. Uh no points. When I say Oos, you say Oats. Oos. Oats. Right. Those were Atkins approved. Oh, so they're low carb too? Who wants those? <laughs> All right, these are uh, uh, buried. These are racist Vince's special K cereal with marshmallow <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> of course, that's <laughs> what I have every morning. <laughs> with white flakes, white flakes with, with white ghosts with a side yes with a side of egg whites and white toast and white milk. Why would you toast white bread? It's already perfect. You're going to burn it. Oh, there's a brown crust. <laughs> Holy shit. But what about the brown crust? I cut the crusts. <laughs> the pie crust? Stop trying to link every podcast in this segment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special case cereal. Oh, God. So uh, what does this entry get? That gets points. And racist points. Of course, which are worth Approved. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Racists approve. It just says on the box. Racist. It has a hood on it. Uh, masters was, approve. That was Matt Austin's <laughs> entry. Okay. Next we have... It's These a, bigots love. This is a... God. <laughs> All right, this is Gold Dust Golden Grams. Just for that picture, I picture him literally inhaling on the box <laughs> in that manner. And, and As he rubs gra- his chest. Yes, grazing his chest. Yes, I would give that points. All right. Points to Matt Hardman. And, of course, he's doing that and with his- pieces of the cereal. Yep. Just- of course. All right, so points to Matt Hardman's brother, CJ. Wow. <laughs> All right, I need to just drop that gimmick so you don't fall for the time. Uh oh, what's happening? Ah, it was an alarm. It's nine o'clock. Oh, you you okay. live in a box, but you have an alarm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to know what time to get up to panhandle, duh. Of course. Do you even have a pan to handle? <laughs> well, I do live in Florida, so. New Japan handle? <laughs> All right, all right. Next entry. <laughs> Next entry is Triple H's. Oops, all buried. <laughs> Done. Done. And yes, it's spelled. And yes, it's spelled B R R I E D. All buried. So he. Ha- so they had to have originally like another cereal, and they had like shovels in there. Oh. All shovels, Oops. right? Oops. Oh, buried. <laughs> well, guess, guess what this entry does not get? <laughs> it does not get buried. Barry. This gets points. <laughs> that was Jason Shin's entry. That's really good. 
All right. Um, oh, that was a terrible cereal, by the way. Oops, all berries. Oh, my God. <laughs> Crunch no, berries I, are the worst. I, I like the Captain Crunch cereal pieces. That's why I didn't <laughs> want all the Crunch berries. Yeah, exactly. Mmm, Captain uh, Crunch. All right, Sugary. next is, uh, next is, oh, God, this one. Uh, Vince, <laughs> McMahon, Vince McMahon's Hershey Squirts and Cream Cereal, <laughs> complete, complete with a chocolate straw to slurp it all up. Uh, ooh. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm not sure I understood that. Could you say it again? This oh, is Vince God. McMahon's Hershey Squirts and Cream <laughs> Cereal. Complete with a chocolate uh, straw to slurp it all up. Why would why would he, why would he want a cereal like that? I don't know. It's disgusting. <laughs> Is that because he used to walk around? Wait, wasn't there a story where he chased him around with like his uh, skid mark underwear back? Yeah, yeah. he accidentally shit himself in the ring one time, and he turned that into a rib on Jerry Briscoe. Oh. <laughs> Because he's Vince McMahon, damn it. Can I give this cringe points? <laughs> yeah, you can. Oh, oh then I will. <laughs> it's cringe streaky, points to uh, streaky, streaky points uh, <laughs> to Glenn Kukin for the Keep the streak alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next is a uh, cinnamon bow crunch. The taste you can believe. Uh. Uh. Buried. Oh, that that was Chev's entry. Sorry, Chev. He's gonna be upset that his Bopon didn't go anywhere. Okay, now we have a uh, Mick Foley's cheap pops. Gotta have my pops. <laughs> They're like the grocery store brand. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's not, right even, it's not even Mick Foley on the box. It's a look alike. Bottom shelf. <laughs> it's Jack Foley on the box. His jobber name. <laughs> Cactus Sack. <laughs> Captain Applejacks. Right next to the Marshmallow Mateys. Oh, God, Marshmallow Mateys. Oh, God, I remember that. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, that's because you're homeless. <laughs> you're so poor. You I, know, I know you don't see the inside of buildings much. Small. <laughs> All right, so what do you say? Yeah, that gets that gets points. It's not the best, but it gets points. Okay, so points to Stephen Arthur. All right, next we have uh, Seamus's ginger. Oh my god, Daniel, shut up. Okay. I heard. <laughs> I heard. It was a Benoit reference. Jesus Christ! All right. Uh, she- <laughs> Terrible. All right, Seamus's ginger. <laughs> Seamus's ginger. <laughs> ginger snaps is not a cereal. It's a fucking cookie. So no points. <laughs> Buried. No point. Buried. All right. That was uh, Andrew C. Whitaker's entry. Oh, ginger snap cereal would be terrible. It would be fucking the worst. <laughs> that really you does not even, it, ginger steal, it would steal your soul. <laughs> okay. That would Next. be as bad as, like, Skittles making a breakfast cereal. Oh. Even if it wasn't made up of Skittles, it would still be terrible. Oh. Mm, taste the rainbow. Skittles and milk. Ugh. Ugh. 
Skittles. <laughs> but, if, <laughs> but if somebody made a cereal in this in this game that was called Fruity Fruity Delicious Fruity, by God, they're Fruity Skittles with JR's picture on it, that would have gotten points. <laughs> oh, it hurts to laugh. Probably. You're welcome, sir. You're welcome. <laughs> Fruity. All right, stay with us, Ellis. We're not done yet. I <laughs> know. Next we have... He's like, I'm not going anywhere. I have shelter right now. <laughs> exactly. And a, and a hot meal. <laughs> hot All right. showers. All right, guys. Another cereal coming up. These are the Young Bucks Super Kicks. Oh, because they're yeah, kicks. Young Buck yeah, yeah. Tested. Young Buck Tested. Something. Yes. Approved. Approved. They're Young Buck Young I don't know. Man. You can have Young a super buck. kick party in your mouth. <laughs> That's just nasty. Uh-huh. I, uh-huh. I mean, you guys can you guys can do what you want with it, but I really like this entry. I thought it was clever because it's a good pun. Super kicks. I, I I think I'd prefer if it were super super kicks like Barry Barry kicks, but <laughs> kicks are terrible anyway. So half points. Um. Half- that's up to you. You don't have to give it any. I'm just I I personally would have given I, it points. I don't I wouldn't give it points, but uh, how about Dan? Buried. Alright. Sorry, sorry, Adrian Cotton. I liked your entry, but nobody else did. Wait, you're <laughs> the only person that doesn't count. <laughs> That's not true. When we have guests on, they don't count either. Well, wait, wait. Because I wonder, when you tear down an entry, you get hung by this community. I wonder what happens <laughs> yeah, if you actually put over an entry. <laughs> yeah. well, you, everyone's still going to hate you. Why didn't you like our entries, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I've liked all the yeah. entries that got points. All right. all right. Oh, God. This next one. Oh, God. All right. Bobby Heenan drinkable oatmeal. New <laughs> no chewing <laughs> formula. Oh. Oh, oh God. Oh. 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 Oh, drink it! That was a whole box full of that shit. All right, that was a Joe Mad Dog Needles entry. Welcome back, Joe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Owen Hart's Crunchy Hearts with a free bungee cord in every box. (laughs) Ah, death. Oh, God. I, I think there could have been a funnier joke in there, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm gonna bury that. Ah, uh, so Matt Hardman does get no points this week. So he gave points to his brother, but not him. Buried just like Owen. Right. <laughs> oh, good lord! All right, we're in the we're in the biggie countdown, guys. Five entries to go. We got a lot of entries this week. Holy shit! Yeah, people brought the people. Uh, People have been pulling out all the stops with these last couple of games. You're now like, that I'm actually giving out a prize, people are like, oh shit, this is actually worth playing. You, you were about to say people like brought their A game, and you're like, ah. Well, then there, and there's a three-way tie for first, so. <laughs> all right. Uh, Taz's Kroonji Hajime. Oh, God. <laughs> What's that supposed to be spoofing? <laughs> Like, I don't really know. I just think it's funny. It's just it's based off Kata Hajime. 
Right, but I really like like, like crunchy. Yeah, like crunchy or like a the. Do you remember Crunchy Stars? It was no, the mainstream cereal. Yes, it was a mainstream cereal that didn't last because it was as bad as the grocery store brand. Wow! If since you remember it, see that saves it because now I'm gonna have to give it points because at least they went with that name. Holy I, crap! You know what that means, guys? He welds this week. Well, oh, he's from Canada. They probably still have that shit. <laughs> well, okay. Next, are all new Vampire O's available everywhere except Mexico because Vampiro refuses to sell anything in Mexico. I bet they taste terrible. <laughs> oh, Vampire O's. I'm not going to give that one points. That's too simple. Nah. All right. Sorry, Matthew Anderson. Uh, I'm it's him because he's always doing the freaking vampire sells nothing in Mexico thing. Yeah. All right. Next are Darren Young's Cocoa Puffs. I should have went with Darren Young's Querios, a rainbow of happiness. In every, in every I could have sworn that was an entry at some point. Somebody must have changed it. Okay, so that's how you the rainbow. Okay, yeah. uh, no points to Dan Dahl, which means Uh-oh. that uh, that means he won't be in the lead no more. No, no more tie. No more three-way tie at least. Nope. <laughs> which is great. Shin will be disappointed. Well, Shin's part of that, so he's going to be very disappointed. All right. Next up are uh, Captain Nash's Quad Crunch Berries. Tear into a box today. <laughs> oh, the tagline got it. He didn't tear the quad. <laughs> he crunched them, and then he tore them. Okay. So instead of tearing the box tops, you tear the quad? God. Quad top. I, I don't know if I want that cereal. <laughs> it's a lot of pain. So Let's points. Give that points. Yeah. All right. Good job, Ellis. Wait, what? Fuck that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, too late. Uh, wasn't that officially the Charles Hardman rule got that free- I had to invoke because you didn't want to give him points because it was him? Yes. No, <laughs> but we gave him a hot meal. He gets to stay in the studio here and he got points. Yeah. It'll be the best day of my life. Well, it is. It'll be the best day of my life. Do, 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 do. Until you leave here and then it rains your whole way home. It Roman Damn rains. it, Roman! Your whole way box, I mean, not home. <laughs> Speaking of, can I, can uh, I take one of those way. from out back? Steakhouse? No, a box. Oh. Uh, my pizza no. made me feel sick. I have to go back to car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I wish in a wrestling match instead of saying go home, they'd say go car. <laughs> All right. And your final entry. Oh, there's more. Yes, oh, wait, just, there's one, more. just one. <laughs> Joey Images, Capicola Crunch, a.k.a. the Gabba Gruel. <laughs> the Gabba Gruel. Gabba Gruel. My friend will have the Gabba Gruel. <laughs> Uh, yeah, of course points. Uh, and of course, that was Don Mario's entry, which made it even fun. <laughs> it's the crew. Of this. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, 
what what's going to be the winner this week? Wow. Um, do I, I got to do the count? Do I got to do the recap? Yeah. Do the, right. do the re- countdown recap. Re- 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 recap. Whatever. Ted DiBiase's million dollar brand. The big guys feed me Morios. Cheery O's. <laughs> the special case cereal with marshmallow ghosts. Uh, golden grams. Triple H is oops all buried. Uh, Mick Foley's cheap pops. Bobby Heenan drinkable oatmeal. Taz's cringy hajime. Captain Nash's quad crunch berries. And Gabba Gruel. You know, Cheery Ooze was so close. I think. The berries. Triple H all buried. Yes. It's all, yeah, all buried. Congratulations, Shin. Another victory. That puts him that... in the lead. Uh oh. We got a points yeah. leader. He I'm going to be right behind him, though. He I won know. over a watch. Roman Reigns joke he created. Yeah. That, I don't know. Do you want to give you want to give Taylor Chadwick like second place? We haven't done one of those yet this year. Yeah, let's give him a second place. Give him place the one twenty-five. All right, good job, Taylor, with the cheery. All I see is that picture of Roman Reigns on the box now. Does it have a cream filling too? Uh, can, all right. No, request. it's white frosted. Club Cape and request somebody get out there and make us a box of cheery oohs. <laughs> that awesome. Microsoft Paint, get on that shit. Oh, God. Don't forget the Club Cafe logo in the corner, of course. Ooh. God. <laughs> frosted. <laughs> yeah, make sure it's make sure it's a frosted Cheerios box to uh, make it up. Yes! yes. <laughs> with a special milk. God damn. Well, uh, that was all for uh, this week, guys. Uh, Ellis, thank you very much for being on the show, providing the laugh track for our sitcom here. Of all the time. Very much appreciate that. <laughs> anytime. Come back, come back anytime. You're, uh, you got you know that feed going into your box. <laughs> oh. But yes, uh, so uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Any final words? Any moment of zen? I say, play us out, Club Cafe Band. That you <laughs>